Hey everyone, this is George Soto and you're watching Startups Unedited. Hey everyone, this is uh, George Soto with Soto Ventures here at Soto Ventures HQ, which is really uh, my San Francisco, California Union Street apartment, <laughs> which is cool because I'm, uh, you know, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. I'm here with my very, very good friend, Jason Vargas, who challenges me every day, who listens to my shenanigans. <laughs> Uh, as it just comes. Jason, how are you doing? Good, man. Doing good. Yeah, yeah, good, man. I'm glad you're here. Me too. It's a, it's a Saturday night. It's uh, actually St. Patty's weekend. And uh, mm -hmm. what better night to have a conversation about sales and whatever comes to mind. Absolutely. Well, today we're going to be talking about the power of focusing on steps in a process. So the process we're talking about tonight is launching a business, launching that idea. And so a lot of the times us as long-term entrepreneurs who have suffered miserably uh, <laughs> and are slightly <laughs> insane and masochistic, um, and we've, we've you know, followed these processes and steps and chaos sometimes. Uh, and, um, and we've come up with a couple realizations that we wanted to share with you. Uh, tonight for all of you who are you know just trying to get things done i think it's really about getting things done jay yeah i think we tend to overcomplicate shit all the time um i know i do so anytime i feel like i'm overcomplicating something um it's always good like to take a step back yeah and to actually look at like, like just break it down in like these these small steps or like like these just on these chunks that don't feel like it's such a big thing right mm -hmm. so for me anyway, every time there's a big project, whether it's like I'm changing up all process uh, for my team at work, um, or I have a you know new idea I want to kind of like test out to see if you know is it a viable idea. There's so much going on in my head at the same at that time. It seems like it's really um, daunting. Yeah. Until I can actually like take it out of my head. That's the first thing I always do. The first step. Whatever you have, like idea concepts get it out of your head like the mind is a horrible place to be <laughs> so take it out like and actually like put it physically on paper and then just like map it out yeah and if, you I can, agree. if you can look like if you it doesn't have to be a organized like uh list just have like this like stream of consciousness come out on a paper and just like, get it out and then from there begin to like organize it absolutely you know and and i find that that's actually like the first step in the process yeah. for me it's like oh I have this idea all right let me see actually what this thing looks like and that's why I love the whiteboard which we have over there in the corner um, which is reminding us of what we're talking about tonight and um, but you know I think to your point getting you know getting that stuff down on, on the paper is is really important for me I also then at once I sit down and um, and start to look at this like piece of paper with steps um, or components rather, I start to think about, well, who are the other individuals totally. that I can, you know, bring yeah. into this, at least in the conversation to start to kind of like verify or validate whether this idea is like has any legs or it's just completely in my mind. Yeah. Um, and so in terms of steps, that's the other thing is like, all right, let me start to bounce these, this idea across other people's, you know, uh, opinions. And, um, and then once I start to really become super excited about this thing, I start to think about, okay, well, what is, 
what is it going to take for me to, you know, in, in my world and Jay's world, I know we've been working in software and, and, you know, in mobile software and web software and stuff like that for all our, like our entire careers. So we think about, okay, well, what are the steps that I actually need to follow as a non-technical, you know, founder? So the context there is, you know, non-technical founder where I can actually build software Right, I, I can come up with ideas and over time you start to understand how to write product requirement docs and those sorts of th things, right? And you, you might be able to understand what technologies are the best to use. So are you going to use JavaScript for this or Ruby on Rails for this and what kind of data store, etc. You know, so you might start to understand the concepts around why certain things are, are uh, useful and necessary, but you can't actually execute it at the end of the day, right? Like our good friend, Chris, Chris Bull, yeah. I mean, he can build an application overnight. You know, Brett, who I'm working with, uh, advising over at paths.lee, check it out, paths, P-A-T-H, I'm just kidding, Brett, uh, <laughs> shout out. Um, and, uh, you know, he can build an application over overnight. So that's one thing that I was you know, that I had to kind of start to think about in terms of those steps. Like, who do I yeah. bring in to actually do this? Yeah. What's your take on that? Um, yeah, it's funny because that, that's actually a question I have as well. So when I'm breaking down something, um, whether it's like I'm coming up with a new process for my team or whatever the case might be, I once I kind of map things out, the next question I always ask myself is, who else needs to be a part of this? Like, who else needs to be a part of this conversation, uh, these decisions? Because oftentimes I think, one reason why founders or just entrepreneurs can really get stuck is because they feel like they have to do everything on their own. Um, and if, if you can kind of get away from that, that, that should be a part of your process. You should ask, cool, who else needs to be a part of this? Who else, you know, yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of the approach I take. And, uh, and it makes it more real too, right? It makes it more real and uh, you feel like you don't have to do this on your own, Yeah. right? And then you get the opportunity to bounce ideas off people and like, is this even viable? Yeah. Um, and they can actually end up creating something a lot, like a lot better or bigger than exactly. you, you thought was possible. Totally. But yeah, those steps are important. Like get it out of your head, like map it out. Even if not all of it makes sense or you think you have all the pieces, just get it on paper and then ask the question, who else needs to be a part of this, uh, these yeah. conversations? And then that's where things really begin to kind of take hold. Well, it's, it's so interesting because Jason and I started this organization uh, called Sales for Startups a couple years ago. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I, I remember just sitting there in my one-bedroom apartment in Diamond Heights, okay? Anyways, that's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, living, time, had a, yeah. yeah, a little mattress in the corner. And I was like, holy smokes, you know, feed gen didn't work out and... I was, you know, kind of bummed out about that because uh, Sarah Lacey over at the Pando Daily wrote this atrocious thing. And anyways, <laughs> I remember that. You remember that? I was like, what is this about? I was just trying to get press. I thought that's how it works. But anyways, um, and, and, you know, and I was sitting there and I was thinking about how can we, you know, help educate the startup community around sales and the, you know, gritty, raw hustler sales process. And, you know, the, 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 the chaos that, that exists, you know, in an early stage, you know, startup. And, um, and so, you know, Jay and I just really started to focus on, on, you know, helping that very specific type of individual. And it, and it grew, you know, over time. But if we didn't focus, if we were trying to say, hey, we want to, you know, 
uh, you know, do events, but also do, I don't know, you know, mobile applications, which we try to do a little bit, right? We realize, hey, we can't do everything, right? So again, just being able to focus on something is so important. And the other thing that I wanted to say is the power of actually doing that next step. So just sitting down and saying, you know what, what is that next step? What are steps one through five? And mapping those things out and not start, not be so worried about what six months look from, from now, right? What's your opinion on that? Like, you know, maybe just thinking a little too far into the, uh, into the future. And I know we, we have to be, be, you know, be visionaries and those sorts of things. And I get that, right? Because you got to see what this thing might be and how big it can be. But I think it's important to be able to understand what next week looks like. What's your take on that? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I think sometimes if you can, like, it's it is great to be a visionary. It's great to 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 do that thinking, and also it's very important to bring it back to like, you know, what does next week look like? What does next? What does tomorrow look like? Um, so you know, George and I talk a lot about this in terms of us selling books when we were in college, and when you when we sold books door to door, we usually like we worked in the Midwest, and you literally go knocking door to door, <laughs> and it's very daunting. It's scary actually. And every morning when I woke up, I had this like pain in my stomach, which is like nerves, like every day. And if I thought about, wow, I'm going to be doing this for the next three or four months, incredibly daunting and like enough to want, like to want me to like, or to like send me home. Like I, mentally, like I don't know if I can do three or four months again. Mm -hmm. I did it for four summers. Four years. Yeah. Right. Right, four years, right? Four, yeah, four summers. summers back to back. Yeah. So you got to look. But you recruited too, so it's basically true. It's true. Um But yeah, you got to take it back. Okay, what what is there to do today? Well, today I got to go just go to work. Well, what's there to do now? Well, knock on a door. That's it. If you can take it back to like, what's the next step? Knock on the door. Yes or no. Okay, that didn't work out, or that that you know they bought. What's next? Go to the next door. It's like you got to look at that. Where if I spent all the time every day, and I, I got that. home like crap, I got you know, nine more weeks, like that's just not, you know, so anyway, I don't know if that's like the best example, but no, I get what it. I'm trying I to get like, it. Yeah. Completely. I so get it. Like, I mean, it's so important yeah. to be able to, to your point, here's what I think I'm hearing is instead of, you know, trying to go, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this for nine months? Right. I am in, in a lot of the time you start to commit to a startup or a project for several years, right? Yeah. How, you know, you can't start getting, you know, in your, in, into your head about, oh man, this is going to be a five-year commitment. Holy smokes. Right. I mean, it's really about, well, you know, hey, let's focus on what are the next couple activities that I need to do right. or execute against to get closer to a decision whether this is a good business or not, or et cetera. Right. It's kind of like what we were saying earlier where you, you need to look at, you know, what is a big picture? What's the end result? And then work backwards. That way you can focus day by day. So when I sold books, I know that, hey, I wanted to sell this many units, but in the summer, like that was my goal. That was one more what I focused on, not like, crap, I got like nine more weeks or eight or 10 more weeks to go. Um, but I had that goal of shooting for, and then every day I made sure I, I did what I needed to do to hit that goal. And I think that's a, a more of an approach that creates something that's more positive versus like daunting. Because totally. right now, even being at Data Nice, if I could think, oh, am I going to be there for 10 more years? And like, Holy crap! What does that look like? Yeah. Um, instead of, I should look at okay. Well, what, what's the end result that I want to accomplish for myself, and what do I need to do and, and implement and 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 do on a daily basis? Totally. Yeah. 
Well, Jay, as we're wrapping up tonight, just to, for everyone, just to kind of uh, you know summarize what we discussed tonight, it's number one, being able to really start to focus on what is it that you're going to um, execute next. So what's the next step in that process? What's the next email that I need to send? You know, what's that next phone call? What's that next meeting? Who's that next prospect? You know, what's that next call? Right. In, in when we were doing door to door sales, what's that next door? You know, and and so I, I, I'd encourage all you founders out there to really start to think about or, or all you folks who are sitting down saying, you know what, I don't necessarily want to do this you know, day job anymore. I want to start to think out, out of the box and and start to think about, well, you know, what what can I do to 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 get this idea to the next level or, or at least get some momentum, which I think is a huge concept, right? I mean, everything's momentum. Um, so I would encourage you all that to all out there to really focus on that and figure out what those next steps are. Yeah. Cool. Jay, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure.